Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The Scoop. My name is Sam Miller, and I'm your host. And it has been a hot minute since we've had an episode. I posted on Instagram around, I think, early April, maybe, that we were taking a break from the show for a little bit, just because I was finishing up school. If you don't know, I'm in college. I was a college junior, now I'm a college senior. And so school got kind of crazy. I had a lot of things to do. And I really wanted to be able to devote a lot of time into this show to make it as good as I could make it. And I didn't want to kind of just throw an episode or two together just to have something to post. So there's my little spiel on that. But I am excited to be back. I have a lot of really fun things planned for the remainder of this season, if you can call it that. And I am just really excited to kind of dive into some topics that really interest me and that hopefully are interesting to y'all. So if by the title of today's episode you are a little confused, you're like, what are you even talking about? So today we're going to be talking about a genre of reality television that has been um, given the nickname of trash television. So that includes shows like Dr. Phil, Mari, Steve Wilkos, all those kinds of shows that feature troubled teens, uh, who's the baby daddy, you know, just bizarre situations that get brought onto TV and feature a lot of people that have been deemed iconic um, by some. The first example that comes to my mind is Bad Baby. And if you don't know who Bad Baby is, that's the catch me outside. How about that girl, Danielle Brigoli? She was a product of Dr. Phil and has since grown on to have like a rap career. And I don't know what else she does, but some of her music is um, pretty good. I'm not even going to lie. I, I can't even lie. I love Gucci flip-flops. That song is so good. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. Um, but I'm going to be talking about those shows today. And then, um, again, going into kind of what we talked about in the reality TV episode. How real are these shows? And then maybe also, like, the ethics of them as well. And maybe, like, the casting process? Because I feel like the casting process for these kinds of shows is different than, like, your Survivor and your Big Brother and those kinds of shows. So I'm going to be talking about that too. So if that seems interesting at all to you, make sure that you stick around and we will get into this topic. So Wikipedia, good old Wikipedia, states that the definitive characteristic of these, as they've been nicknamed trash TV shows, is when the hosts appear to have intentionally created the format of the show and the overall like environment to spark drama or controversy. And this subgenre of reality TV first started in the US in the 1960s with hosts like Les Crane and Phil Donahue, and they reached their peak in the late 80s and early 90s with the Oprah Winfrey show allowing these types of shows to thrive amongst other television programs. So most of these shows appear during daytime TV and like I talked about in my late night TV episode, um, a lot of daytime TV is very, uh, I don't know what the word is, like 
censored a bit. And that's not really the right word, but I think you might be picking up what I'm getting at here. Like, it's a different feel. And so to have these shows during daytime TV is kind of odd. An odd choice, truly. And so basically the gist of these shows is that the host invites people, whether it's just like a person or a group of people, to discuss an emotional or controversial topic. And more often than not, the guests are brought on purposely because they know a fight would occur and if you know anything about Americans watching people scream at each other I guess is something they find of great entertainment on their television but during these conversations there's usually some sort of attempt at group therapy in front of cameras in a live studio audience to try to resolve whatever the issues are so as these shows have grown older they become less of a WWE Smackdown Arena basically and more of a talk show to basically just better appease to audiences and I can't help but ask with this change how real are these types of shows like are they getting more scripted are they less scripted what's happening so I am gonna answer that question for y'all so a pretty common guest on a lot of these shows are people who've been deemed freak shows, either whether family members, society, or just whoever, and juvenile delinquents. And over the years, these shows have kind of been known, especially in the 80s and 90s, for bringing on guests under a very racist, homophobic, transphobic, and sexist agenda. For example, bringing on clan members, bringing on bringing on transgender women with the intention of berating them in front of the cameras and audience, and hosting paternity tests where the father hears the infamous, you are not the father, like on Mari Povich and runs a 5k around the studio, throws furniture, and just goes ballistic, basically. So, just like any TV show, uh, reality or live TV even, it is not entirely 100% unscripted. And the amount of scriptedness, that is not a word, I definitely just made that up. Uh, they, however much is scripted of the show depends on the show. Uh, base level scripted television is basically just having a plan and I mean I don't think you're gonna find a TV show that people go into it completely having no idea what they're doing um, when they enter the conversation. Base level is just having a plan of okay so you're gonna come out on stage you're gonna sit here we're gonna talk about whatever at this point you're gonna stand up we're gonna do this we're going to do that, and then you're going to walk off. That is like base level scripted. And at its worst, they can just make up the entire situation. Like, I don't, this might not be a good example, but I remember in, God, what year was it? I think it was 2017? I think it was, yeah, twenty. I think 2017. I think. So in 2017, basically, three YouTubers, 
Tana Mojo, Elijah Daniel, and Christine Sadelko all decided to make up this situation where basically, I don't remember the exact situation, basically they made up some story about how, like, I don't even know the story to be honest, but they made up some story that involved the three of them and they managed to make it on to Mari and they completely played this like character and like played up this situation that was 100% not true and so I mean do you consider that scripted because I mean they're playing a character but do you consider that scripted because they created that character or did the show create that character so it kind of raises a lot of questions about that and I think on, like, certain shows, they're kind of like your other talk shows in the sense that they're not scripted in the sense that people are given a script, said, okay, so you're gonna say this to her, and you're gonna do this, and you're gonna say this to her, and it needs to play out like this. It's not scripted like that, but basically more so scripted as in the sense of like having a plan and a rehearsal in a sense so that the host isn't just like completely blindsided by the things that the guest is gonna say i mean they might for shows that they know are gonna raise an argument like if there's two guests that are brought on to try to resolve some issue they might have them come on at different times in practice and say, okay, you're going to be here. And then on the actual show, surprise, uh, you're whoever is being brought on too. So I, I think it's kind of hard to answer that question of if it's scripted or not, because sometimes it feels so scripted. Like some of the situations that are brought up on some of these shows just do not seem real. Some of the ways that people act just seemed a little animated. And how much of that is just people being excited to be on TV and how much of that is uh, producers being at work. That's kind of something that maybe we'll never know until we get on a reality TV show or a tabloid television. But who knows? And so I think... This is kind of interesting to me, so it's a little outdated, but I mean, I feel like some of the information is still helpful. Um, somebody in 2003 in, at Louisiana State University wrote a thesis about how real are these kinds of shows? Her name is Kelly Thompson. Losh, I think. Um, and basically, I haven't read through this paper it is I believe yeah I haven't read through this whole paper and I probably am not going to uh sorry Kelly it's 83 pages but she basically um talks about how there are several motivators to have a guest appear on a talk show um and that includes dispelling stereotypes to be in the spotlight to get revenge or to advertise a product. And I guess 
And from her research, she found that those things motivate people to do and say things possibly that they wouldn't have done normally. Maybe I'll read through more of this paper sometime, but I think it's really interesting stuff to think about. So these types of like tabloid talk show basically type TV shows um, have kind of grown out of popularity. I mean, they're still on TV. I mean, you can turn on the TV at pretty much any time in the afternoon and see Mari or Jerry Springer or Steve Wilkos or whoever else, but they are not as popular as they were in the early and late 1990s, basically. And there are several reasons that people give for why that is. Um, Some say that it is the increased popularity of daytime game shows, so shows like The Price is Right, Let's Make a Deal, shows like that. Um, Some attribute it to more women working. As I talked about in the late night episode, a lot of daytime TV is directed towards women because of a time when women were not really working, were at home, 1950s, and that idea of women being at home during the day to watch whatever for daytime TV was still a prominent thing, but basically they were like, more women are working, so these shows don't have as big of an audience. They also had, uh, there's also kind of a belief that viewers were kind of tired of seeing the same recycling of the same thing over and over and over again. And prominence and rise to fame of a lot of other reality TV um, occurring during that time, like I talked about in my reality TV episode. And so there's just kind of a lot of TV happening all at once. And because of that, these shows kind of started to die off a little bit. So the three main shows that are still on, which I didn't realize it was only three. I thought there were more than this, but apparently not, according to Wikipedia, are Dr. Phil... Mari and Steve Wilkos. So Dr. Phil has been on since 2002, Mari has been on since 1991, and the Steve Wilkos show has been on since 2007. I thought Jerry Springer was still on TV and I found out that I'm wrong, but it was actually ended in 2018. Um, and as far as I can tell, that is the most recent one to end besides the Robert Irvine show. I've never heard of it, but according to Wikipedia, And so those are the three shows that are still left from this era of, quote, trash television. And so I kind of want to spend maybe a minute or two talking about each show. So the first of the three shows that are remaining that I'm going to talk about is the Dr. Phil show. But I remember watching Dr. Phil as a kid, like it would be on uh, during the day. And there would be some situations on there that are just something else. Dr. Phil is a clinical and forensic psychologist, according to Wikipedia. Your guess is as good as mine how true that is. And I'm not going to confirm or deny my belief on that because I don't want to be sued by Dr. Phil for saying that he's not a real doctor. But... Basically, this show kind of has that similar format. So this show includes a lot of different topics, um, a lot of different topics, and 
that includes things like financial people who can't stop spending money, delinquent children, uh, people that are unhappy in their marriage, rebellious teenagers, dysfunctional families, like you name it, the show has had it. And so, basically, what happens on these shows, the guests are introduced, and it's very, it's usually very dramatic, like, my daughter Stephanie won't stop staying out past after midnight. I feel like I'm losing touch with my daughter. Just very dramatic. And so they bring, usually the parent out first, for them to tell their side of the story. I'm giving the example of a delinquent kid or whatever. So basically they bring the parent out first, the parent tells their truth, and is like, I just, I don't know what's gotten over her, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they bring the kid out, and the kid sometimes is like, I don't even know why I'm here, like, this is stupid. And basically, this is an attempt for therapy of some kind. Um, sometimes... People are required to take polygraph tests, and the show usually has, like, a somewhat serious tone, um, but is focused on kind of, I don't want to say making fun of guests, but he basically just tries to get his guests in touch with reality. Sometimes, basically, Dr. Phil has this ranch called Turnabout Ranch, and it is a therapy and residential center. And he sends these delinquent kids there and in an attempt to correct behavior, basically. And if you recall from earlier in the episode, we were talking about bad baby Danielle Bergoli. She was actually sent to Dr. Phil's ranch. And she states that while she was there, that it was a very traumatic experience, that they were, like, handcuffed overnight, like, just very mistreated, and she says that basically she doesn't think that she would ever be able to receive any sort of financial compensation or justice for these situations because she says, quote, that's the thing about these places, you have no evidence, you don't have a phone there, and there's no cameras, there is no evidence. So that's kind of scary to think about, honestly. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I believe her when she says that, but I, I wonder if anyone else has had enough courage to speak out about this. So if you find anything, uh, feel free to let us know, but yeah. So to me, when I think of, quote, trash TV, the two shows that come to my mind are Jerry Springer and Mari. And that's probably, I don't want to tell you how to think, but I feel like most people are kind of on that same page. And so Mari, originally the Mari Povich show, started in 1991, like I said earlier. And basically... Uh, this show also deals with a wide array of topics, including teenage pregnancy, paternity tests, uncommon illnesses, domestic violence, 
people who have unusual phobias, all sorts of stuff. And on this show, just like Dr. Phil, the guests are usually tracked to kind of monitor their progress if they had issues. And sometimes on the show that it will feature updates on the guests, kind of just seeing how they're doing. And just like Dr. Phil, this show has a live studio audience. I'm not sure what their situation is with COVID. They might be doing like a virtual audience and a lot of shows are doing that. I tried to be in the virtual audience for Wendy Williams show just for pure entertainment's sake and I could not get tickets. So on these shows, according to the FCC, they are regulated for indecency, obscenity, and that includes bleeping, profane language, pixelation of nudity, and other censoring. But um, there is no uncut version of the show and guests get the full version basically. So shows like Mari and Jerry Springer have been pretty heavily criticized um, about basically treating people, basically the idea of treating people like garbage and objectifying people's issues for the sake of entertainment of the audience and handling situations just really poorly. Uh, and according to Whitney Matheson from USA Today, she put Povich's talk show without a doubt is the worst thing on television, period. Don't be fooled by the pressure and pleated khakis. Mari is miles further down the commode than Jerry Springer. So, there's that. And so, one of the most, like, prolific, I guess, aspects of Maury's show is the paternity test. And even if you don't watch the show, you probably are familiar with what happens, basically. They take a paternity test, the father finds out if they're the father or not, with the infamous, you are not the father. And during that, like, oh my god. There are people who run around the room. There are people who throw furniture. There are people who take all their clothes off. Like, people just go unhinged. And according to the show, nothing on this show is scripted. Not even a rehearsal. Do I believe that? I don't. But anyway, that is the Mari Povich show. So, I my job here is not to, like, tell you how to, like, think or feel about these kinds of shows. But basically, kind of just make you aware of, like, the character of these types of shows and, like, how a lot of the time people are brought on with the intention of exploiting something about them, whether it's like something that's happened to them, their whether it's something that happened to them, like a extreme fear of theirs, uh, their personal life, or even basically just boiling down to their identity, they are brought on with this 
they are brought on with the intention of, like, basically making fun of them. And I'm not going to tell you how, how you should feel about these shows or that you should think that these hosts and these shows are Satan. Or that these hosts of these shows are Satan reincarnated or whatever. I'm not trying to make you feel a certain way about it. But I do think that it's interesting to kind of think about if these shows are going to have a place, like, into the future. Like, if just from, honestly, like, 15 years ago, there were about 20 of these types of shows on. About 10 years ago, there were about... mm, About 10 years ago, there were probably nine or ten and here we are now so does that mean that five or ten years from now they're going to be like completely erased from the type of tv that we see or are they going to be more prominent it's kind of just an interesting thing to think about so we've covered a lot of really interesting topics today from the history of these shows what they are um the kinds of guests that are brought onto these shows the ethics of these shows how real they are, what is left, and where we're headed with these shows. And honestly, I don't know where we're headed. I feel like maybe they'll start to phase out, but who knows what we'll be watching 10 years from now. So there's that. But if you liked today's episode, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on literally I think pretty much everything. We're on Twitter. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube at the Scoop W Sam. We have merch. Um, we made a spring collection um, of like sweatshirts and tote bags and all that kind of stuff. So if you are interested in that, that's just a way for you to support us beyond listenership. And yeah, I'm really excited to be back and I hope that you enjoy this episode. So I will see you all hopefully next week. Bye. Yay!